0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives.
1: Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett. And This Week in Wellness, the American Cancer Society Journal has published a study showing that street lamps and neon signs may increase your risk of thyroid cancer by 55%. In yet another example of the alternative medicine fields being ahead of the game, and ignored and at worst ridiculed by conventional medicine, the link between so called light pollution and cancer just keeps getting stronger. With this study adding to previous studies, suggesting that nighttime light may also play a role in breast cancer as well. The study looked at a result from a 13 year diet and health survey of over 400,000 adult residences and cross-referenced it with satellite imagery to assess the levels of light around their homes and communities. Lead researcher Dr. Zhao speculates that the ability of light to hinder the sleep hormone melatonin may play a role due to its effect on both estrogen and circadian rhythms. He said, given the well-established evidence supporting the role of light exposure at night and circadian disruption, we hope that our study will motivate researchers to further examine the relationship between light at night and cancer And other diseases. Recently there have been efforts in some cities to reduce light pollution and we believe future studies should evaluate if and to what degree such efforts impact human health. As always the links are in the show notes. Now once again it's important to understand that this is just an observational study so even though this was done with a very large population over 400,000 people it's important to understand that correlation does not equal causation. You know, it's very likely that these people who are more surrounded by light are probably also surrounded by many other modern conveniences. They're probably also surrounded by more EMF, for example. They're probably also more likely to be surrounded by junk food outlets, as an example. They're more likely to be in an urban environment where they may be less willing or able to exercise and to move. They may get less fresh air. They may get more pollution. There may be a whole range of other factors that can come into it. But I really think that we shouldn't just uh, ignore this light equation. It seems that more and more evidence is coming out. It seems that more and more voices are joining in to say that light pollution, especially light pollution at night, might just be an issue. And really, it shouldn't be surprising because every time we move away from nature, in this case away from natural light, but when we move away from natural food, when we move away from natural movement, Whenever we move away from our natural homeostatic state that we evolved in as humans, it seems to have adverse consequences. You know, we are like a pristine rainforest. It's a perfectly balanced, natural, healthy ecosystem that is just fine-tuned to be just right. And just like it's hard to imagine going into a pristine rainforest and making it better, it's hard to imagine making changes to our natural environment that humans have grown and evolved in and making it better as well. So, you know, the more we can get back to nature, the better. Um, But if we can't get back to nature, I understand that we all love our modern conveniences, myself included, then we need to look at ways we can minimize the impact. And that means switching off the lights more at night time. It means not using your screens late at night. It means if you do need to use your screens late at night, then you might want to consider some blue light blockers. You know, it might mean getting block out screens for your windows there's a whole range of things you can do to help minimize the impact of our modern society without necessarily having to go and live in a cave. So it's important to remember that health is about much more than just the obvious. You know, It's not just about bacteria and viruses. It's not just about what you eat. It's not just about the way you move. There are lots of factors that go into making a healthy human being and light may well be one of them that we really need to consider. So You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave the review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbrethill.com.
0: This podcast is brought to you by my new book, Rock Bottom. Bouncing back from rock bottom need not always be a complex recovery process that requires a degree in psychiatry to understand. Sometimes you just need real, simple, actionable advice that you can understand and follow step by step to find peace, healing and confidence. After getting divorced in 2013, I hit my rock bottom, physically, mentally and financially. I know what rock bottom is like and I know what I did to recover. This book is my story, but also the simple, actionable steps I took and you can too to bounce back from rock bottom and live the life you always dreamed of. Don't lose years of precious time with your family and friends. Read the book, take the actions, and start the path to recovery now. Marcus Pierce has called it a confronting memoir addressing the three words we fear most, who am I? While Cindy O'Meara says it is a timeless book, Brett has mastered how to go from rock bottom and find a way back to the top. Grab your copy of Rock Bottom by heading to rockbottombook.com.au or clicking on the link in the show notes.